0: All right, cool. So, y'all, this is Safe Place with Titus Glenn, and I'm excited to talk about this content tonight. I'm a little nervous, but you know, I think I'm in a season of my life to where I want to, I want to heal, and I want to help other people on their journey. And so, tonight's topic is a little. It it may be considered a little heavy, but I think it's necessary for us to talk about it. People are going through so much just dealing with life, and I believe people are in a season of getting the answers that they've been looking for, and there are certain things that are certain people that are giving voices, a uh, voice to people that may be have been suffering silently so we're just going to have this conversation so tonight's topic is what is religious trauma and how do I start healing so not too long ago I started posting about religious trauma in my post in my podcast and talking about it but not necessarily addressing what it is and I had someone who had been listening kind of asked the question like what is religious trauma and so I figured I would have the conversation tonight as we are transitioning the show title um and moving into a lane that I feel is needed for those that are kind of over the church and going to church, but they still want community. They want God, but they don't necessarily like the dogma from some of the the theology. And so here we are just here having these conversations. So tonight I'm going to talk and just kind of read some of the definitions um, around religious trauma. kind of talk about maybe some of my experience and experience and what i'm experiencing with, with religious trauma and then just kind of talk about my journey on how i am healing from religious trauma so let's get into it so the definition that i pulled are from two different websites and it really just kind of came to me recently to give voice to what I have been experiencing with the transitions that I have had in my life in the last two years. And I feel like I really identify with the terminology of, of religious trauma. So the definition I'm getting is from global center, religious research. It's a website. Um, they have information about religious trauma, and there's a plethora of other websites that are doing more research on how faith impacts how you go about just life, how you experience yourself, as well as how you experience other people. So here is the definition of religious trauma. So according to the definition of religious trauma, religious trauma is results from an event, series of events, relationships or circumstances within or connected to religious beliefs, practices or structures that is experienced by an individual as overwhelming or disruptive and has lasting adverse effects on a person's physical, mental, social, emotional or spiritual well-being. Again, that definition is religious trauma results from an event, series of events, relationships or circumstances within or connected to religious beliefs, practices or structures that is experienced by an individual as overwhelming or disruptive and has lasting adverse effects on a person's physical, mental, social, emotional, or spiritual well-being. Now, right off the bat, I can tell you that I identify with this definition by way of what I've experienced in some of my transitioning from different denominations. I know for me, going from like a Pentecostal background to more of a Hebraic faith approach, it was definitely a sense of being... Uh, ostracized, I think that's the word, and feeling like I was or me and my family was kind of doing it on our own and in that space of us figuring out our way, for me, there was a there was some emotional connections, and there were. Things that really made me feel like I couldn't talk about the things that I was learning. Sometimes it was with family members, because we went from celebrating Christmas to not celebrating Christmas, and feeling like certain people treated you a certain way based upon your knowing of your new understanding of what is and what certain events meant to you. And in this season of my my life after experiencing divorce, it's definitely been a different type of feeling Um, when it comes to not having access to certain communities or the people that you used to talk to, you don't feel like you can talk to them anymore. And it definitely leaves you with a sense of feeling anxious about the company you keep the things that you touch and the things of that 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 matter I've also have heard stories about people who have left religious organizations because they couldn't be in certain leadership roles and they were well qualified I can just even think about women who, were not allowed to preach because they were women and just to think about how that could affect somebody's psyche and how they view themselves as how should i said how they how they will view themselves as their self-worth and things of that nature so for me as i am doing more study around religious trauma I am learning and seeing that it's affecting people even as much as how they regard the things that they do. So I have a friend that we've talked recently how they still get anxious about thinking about getting a tattoo because of what they've been told they shouldn't do when it comes to putting marks on your body. I know for a while I wouldn't have a drink or hang out with certain people because there was a certain anxiousness that I had. And there was a certain level of perfection perfectionism that I walked in and self-righteousness because of the stigma. You couldn't hang out with certain people. You can't do certain things. And for some people that can be traumatic. That could be an uh, overwhelming experience of trying to be perfect, being overwhelmed of, well, I can't hang out here or, I can't do this and not really be, a- be able to live life because you're so concerned about what God is gonna say or what people are going to say. And all this is really religious trauma kicking in Because you don't know how to rely on your intuition or rely on what you feel is best for you because you're more concerned around other people's opinion. Now, let me get into another definition of religious trauma. And then I'm going to just talk about real briefly, talk about real briefly some of the uh, symptoms of religious trauma. So another definition of religious trauma is religious trauma is the result of different experiences that occur in a religious community within a church or a spiritual community that exposes the members to indoctrination messages, coercion, humiliation, embarrassment, and abuse. And when I first read that, my mind went back to all the young women that had babies out of wedlock who were told that they could no longer serve. All at the same time, the guy that could have got her pregnant was able to serve or being sat down because you got caught in a club or you got caught smoking and how all these things that you are made to feel shamed about based upon a belief system and it may not even be it may not let me say it like this what worked for somebody else may not work for you but because it doesn't work for that church or organization that you're attending attending there's a level of embarrassment that comes with that with that comes with you uh living your life according to how you feel is best for you now, I would say that when I am reading a lot of these things, I believe it's hidden home definitely for the African-American church because it's been so strict. I remember one time there was conversations about people not going to the movies because they said that well, it wasn't God. Or some denominations won't allow you to make up. Some some denominations won't allow you to wear a beard. And what if I don't think I look good in a beard? So now I have to conform to this idea that I need a beard to be accepted. So we have all these emotional, emotional, I say emotional, um, emotional abuse going on because that in itself could play with somebody's psychic, psyche. psyche having to conform or look a certain way when you might not even feel comfortable with looking that way. Now let's briefly go over these, how should I say it? These symptoms of what, of what um, religious trauma, how it shows up basically. So, the way that religious trauma shows up or the symptoms is, number one, self-hatred. I think I've already kind of said this, but the self-hatred of how you portray yourself. Especially when you're still trying to get yourself together. Um, I'm thinking about people who come here from clubs and they did what they did on Saturday night, and then next thing they come to be inspired and maybe be told that God don't love what they're doing or uh, they could be sentenced to, to hell for the sins that they committed the night before or whatever that looks like. Uh, the second would be shame. Feeling shame because of what the things that you do. I spoke already about perfectionism. You've been in a place of having having to feel like everything that you do has to be right. Also, this could affect how you put up boundaries. I take this as not being able to tell people no because you're always giving. You always have to show up on Sunday morning. You always have to... um, Give out when you don't have anything left to give. From my experience growing up, they really didn't encourage vacation and taking breaks. You constantly had to be on the go. And this spills over into your personal relationships because you're always giving it. You don't know that it's okay to say, no, I don't have it today or no, I need to take a break from doing such and such. And the last one I want to address is just your your social behavior like not being able to fellowship with certain groups for fear of being shunned by your faith community or not being able to social be social with certain groups because you have this persona that if you do what if you hang around them then it's going to be some type of evil connotation towards you and these are all things again that are centered or go with religious trauma. And these are the things that I'm going to be talking about more often because again, I believe that we're in an age of deconstruction where a, a lot of theologies that used to work no longer work, especially when we are we have access to the internet and The people looking for truth, they're looking for answers to questions that the church did not have. And we're okay with questioning and getting those answers and and doing it in a way that will allow us to live a life and live it more abundantly. So. I really just wanted to just kind of just start this conversation and just take that step to open up the doors to have conversations and how people have experienced religious trauma. And I just kind of just scratched just a little part of religious trauma in itself. Because there are people that have been abused by leadership and been told to do something because leadership said, God said. And so because you trust leadership, then you do it, but then you feel some type of way afterwards because it really didn't align with what you feel called to do. Uh, and that, that again, is, is abuse and, and can cause trauma. So how do you heal from that? For me, as I am starting my journey of, I'm going to say starting, like I'm in my journey of healing from religious trauma, I've had to be okay with unlearning some things that no longer work for me. And secondly, put myself around people that have like minded, Theologies and like-minded experiences to have that support on how to navigate this space, um, and also having a therapist to talk to to be able to understand and really be okay with the feelings I'm, the feelings that I've experienced, and what I'm feeling. Um, So I can know how to maneuver through this transition of unlearning and unpacking a lot of things that were impressed upon me. And I'm not saying anybody is right or wrong, but what I am saying, what I am saying is because that... Yes, I'm sorry, I'm looking at my uh, my feed right here. Yes, it's a huge area to touch. Yes, it is. Because so many people are um, going off of what they've been told by a person that's been told something, but people haven't really did the research, um, especially when it comes to, talk to, to, uh, to attacking holidays or talking about holidays and where they came from. Um, And whether you practice it or not, I don't think that's the thing. I think it's how religion has brought a lot of levels of disconnect and discord and beef. And just because I don't believe how you believe, now we're fighting at each other. When if we really looked at the principle of what we believe, then we could understand that we are all on our own journey. And so... Um, Like I was saying, healing for me is finding community that I can align myself and be okay and be vulnerable, being okay with walking away from things that no longer serve me. Um, And for me, it's having a therapist and other things that I'm doing. Sometimes it's exploring other religions um, or other doctrines or theologies that can support you in wherever you are. So I don't want to be on here long, but I figure I will go live tonight just to start this conversation, um, because there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are hurt and wounded, and they're looking for answers. And the church has done a lot of good, but there's a there's a lot of hurt that has went out that nobody's talking about or dealing with. And at this point, in order to get people back into church, and sometimes, how should I say, in order to get people back into church, they're looking for community. They're looking for hope, but not in a way of dogma and what you think the Bible is saying based upon your opinion. Um, So if y'all are down for more conversation like this, please put in the video, what do you think about religious trauma? This topic of religious trauma, what do you think that we can do as a body to bring more awareness to it, to allow people that has experienced it? Uh, And because I had this conversation with somebody earlier to understand that what's traumatic for you is not traumatic for somebody else, which is why I believe that some people fight against this type of conversation because they could be in the same church and the, the things go on and they feel okay about it, but we don't check on the other person that feels some type of way about it. I definitely believe this is true around divorce, about around people who are going through and experiencing uh, same-gender-loving relationships and how the church puts puts a stigma on all those things, divorce, same-gender-loving, uh, fornication, sleeping on a wet log, drugs, uh, all of it, and how we shun people or look down on them and we don't have answers and we condemn them instead of, creating an opportunity for us to know more about their story. But I don't want to, you know, be a dead horse. I think this is a conversation that we will continue to talk about and continue to heal through because research is showing that this type of trauma is just as traumatic or is being labeled as complex uh, PTSD as well as PTSD and is something to really look at because a lot of people that I know in faith communities suffer with depression, anxiety, worry, concern. Um, and most of it is because of what they've experienced. They don't want to do anything wrong. They don't want God to be mad at them. They don't want uh, to go to hell. They don't want... Um, The pastor to be mad is it's a lot of people pleasing. And so people never get to live life because they are trying to please people and try not to make God mad. And that could be traumatizing in itself. I I think about some of some of the not mistakes, but some of the things that I've walked through. And even now, like I said, the tattoo thing. Like what if it's okay to get a tattoo? What if it's okay? to have a drink what if it's okay to put on makeup What's what if it's okay <laughs> it's it's a whole ordeal but i digress but y'all that is safe place for tonight we're just gonna keep it short and sweet if you enjoyed this podcast tonight please go follow safe place with titus glenn the name is going to be changing definitely soon but that's where i will update the new name and the new information as to how to Uh, keep in contact with what's going on. And if this is a conversation that you can really rock with, please, again, share a conversation. Uh, oh, you have a question. Hey, (laughs) hey, Eve. So, uh, question. I see your question. Would you place it with church hurt? Uh, I'm reminded of a song that talks about being here from people. Um, I would say it's not church, church, because people will be people. I'm more so speaking of theologies and doctrines that's been engrafted or, or instilled among people from a very early age. And so now when they're unlearning those things, they are, they are being pushed and ostracized. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Outside the church. Um, again, I'll go back to divorces because that's what I'm familiar with. Um, like some religions and some spaces, if you divorce, they push you out the church. Like I have, a, I know a, a colleague of mine who got divorced and lost their position in the church because it was considered sin to divorce. Again, uh, same gender loving people, um, they are pushed outside the church or looked at different or treated a certain way. Um, there are cases out there when teenagers that maybe have had sex outside of marriage. Um, what that looks like when when the church finds out and how they treat the young people is, is definitely different variations to it. But I'm, I'm more so looking at the psychology of what that does to somebody and how they respond and i'm i guess i'm a little nervous tonight because this is this is something that i feel like i'm going to be shunned for for talking about like even with the concept of hell and how that is taught in churches is really can be traumatic i was listening to a podcast and how Some people are are get anxious about the rapture and things of that nature because they're afraid of heights. So it's just different variations on how these things are being taught and people's level of of compassion towards other people when it comes to hearing their story and not just sending them to a place of condemnation. I hope that answered your your questions, ain't ain't Tracy. Anybody got any other questions? Cause this is again um a conversation I feel like it needs to be had. I even equate it to when when the when tongues started to be a thing. And my my aunt and my aunt and mom were speaking in tongues and they were being told that they couldn't do that and and mocked and all that stuff and that that does something to somebody's somebody's psyche even to their self-esteem when they're not being accepted by the the same place that gave them hope so yeah so uh if there's no other questions we're definitely going to keep this conversation in full effect because there's so many people that are looking for community. They're looking for a way to make these things make sense. And some things I will eventually share about some things that I'm walking through and unlearning and pushing through, um, just for to help heal somebody else. Because again, people are over, they're over the dogmatic approach when it comes to, primarily evangelical type of theology. Now, this also goes on in other religions. It goes on in people that have practiced Buddhism, Islam, because these are all things that, these are all other religions that can be so rigid in their approach. Uh, For example, being so rigid that you can't, again, go out, period, or travel because it's, it's a sin to do these things and people are finding out, Hey, I did it and I'm okay. Or I see the celebrity living a life and they seem to be doing okay. All these things that have really been taught to us, but the root of it is fear and control. So y'all go sus- go subscribe to safe place with Titus Glenn. Uh, I'm going to leave it there because I think I've talked long enough Just wanted to make this short and sweet video to talk about religious trauma and really start to get into these conversations to bring about healing and give way to this next move that's hitting the scene. Um, Now, church, again, this is not to talk down on anything that has transpired um but it's it's again to bring about conversation in this place in this place in this space so y'all y'all have a good night and that is our show for tonight y'all take care